Welcome to Jesus Inside Prison Ministry presents Jesus House with Dr. William Bumpus. We are providing a strong foundation in Christ and preparing men for a successful future. And now, here's Pastor Bumpus. Welcome to Jesus Inside Prison Ministry presents Jesus House. I am uh, William Bumpus. And I'm a pastor here uh, locally in Annapolis, Indiana. So I pastor a church called Faith Center Church International. And we're located on the south side right there at Minnesota and State Street. Uh, I'm also the founder and uh, director of Jesus Inside Prison Ministry, as well as Jesus House. Jesus Inside Prison Ministry is a prison ministry where uh, we go inside prison. We have uh, regular services, uh, evangelistic style services. And I've been doing that now. You know, so I tell people a lot of times when I'm talking to folk and they ask me how long have I been doing that? And I tell most of them, because most of them are a little younger than I am. And I usually tell them, uh, you know, generally longer than you've been alive, meaning that I've been doing it for, for 40 years. So I've been going to prison for the last 40 years. I've been in over 575 prisons across the United States multiple times. Uh, and out of that, we developed another ministry, which is called Jesus House. Jesus House is uh, a reentry program for ex-convicts, uh, those that come straight out of prison and into the Jesus House. Now, we are very specific. They have to be uh, guys who have confessed Christ as their Lord and Savior, and then they come into the Jesus House. The Jesus House is basically for people that don't understand prison ministry. It is basically a strong discipleship program where we teach guys not only how to stay out of prison, but how to stay out and live their life as Christians. And that's what this program is all about. I'll be coming on every week uh, at the same time here on this channel, uh, and we'll be having guests. I'll be having guests, and they'll be uh, talking about their experience, how they came into the Jesus house, how they got involved with the prison ministry, how they got born again. But we're going to go a little bit in depth on these programs. You know, a lot of people do a lot of crime. People do a lot of drugs. And it's always this question, you know, say, why do they do that? You know, what got them involved in crime? What got them involved in drugs? Well, we're going to deal with that from a personal contact. In other words, these individuals, I'm going to be interviewing them, and we're going to ask them, we're going to find out why did you get involved with crime? What started you off in crime? What started you off into drugs? Uh, and we're going, to, we're going to explore all that in all these programs. So I want to encourage you, uh, y'all saying it's tune in to each program. Every program is going to be different. Uh, but we will have a guest and we will be interviewing that guest and they're going to be sharing with you how they uh, got their life right by meeting Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. And so uh, as we uh, continue, I want you to stay there. We're going to go to a, a spot that's going to show you I've written a bunch of books and we're going to be offering them as well for you, the listeners and viewers. So uh, stay tuned. We'll get right back with you. Always going down the wrong road, always failing, um, just wrong paths. Like Pastor said, you went back and forth in that lifestyle and nothing worked but Jesus. And uh, never looked back serious since. And that's what I'm on right now and just beginning and just want to prosper and continue to do the right thing. And I know great things will come along with it. As long as I have good people around me like Pastor, nothing will go wrong. Pastor Bump is, 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 is a wonderful man. He teaches us a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of wisdom he has. Just uh, try to learn as much as possible from him. 
live a better life, do my best. Jesus House book. People ask all the time, how do I start a reentry program, where I get the money at, where I get the food, where I get the clothes. That's what this book is all about. Jesus House will teach you how to open up any kind of program, any kind of reentry program, a work release program, a program for youth, whatever kind of facility that you want to open up, Jesus House will give you the A, B, and C's of opening up any kind of program. So make sure you get your copy today. Hello again, I'm uh, William Bumpus, pastor of uh, Faith Center Church in Annapolis here, also uh, founder and president of Jesus Inside Prison Ministry, Jesus House. And of course, this program uh, is all about prison ministry and it's all about reentry program. And so that's what we're going to be uh, sharing with you each week. Of course, as I said earlier, I'm going to be having, a, having guests here uh, just about every week and they're going to be former uh, ex-inmates men that were in prison, men that was, was on drugs, men that did crime, and most and all of them met Jesus Christ while they was incarcerated, and then they made it their way to the Jesus house or into our church. And so I'm going to be sharing their information with you, and we're going to be finding out why did they do what they do, why did they do what they did, uh, why did they use drugs, how did they get involved. And I pray by us doing this that others viewing the telecast, maybe some young person or family member, you can understand why people do what they do, and maybe we can intervene on, in their life before they get inside prison. Now, let me say a couple of things about prison ministry because there's a lot of misconception. I remember once I was doing, uh, had a TV, TV program, and I was doing prison ministry, and I got a, a, a phone call. Now, I wasn't asking for any money. We don't solicit funds. Uh, we do have books to offer, but we don't solicit funds. And some uh, lady heard the broadcast and she called, on, called and she was highly upset. And her, her question to me was, how can you do that? How can you be up on that TV uh, interviewing them convicts and they committed crime and asking for money and all that? I'm not going to send you a dime. Well, I wasn't asking for any money, but I understood there, evidently there was some miscommunication. And so on the onset, I want to uh, explain to everybody what prison ministry is. Prison ministry is not uh, advocating for everybody that's incarcerated in prison should be released. We're not saying that. What we're saying is based on the word of God. Hebrews chapter 13, verse number three, the Bible says, remember those that were in prison as though you were there. And then we also know we have a commandment from God, from Jesus in Matthew chapter 25, where he says, I was in prison and you came unto me. So the purpose of prison ministry is to deliver the gospel to those that are incarcerated. That's the sole purpose of prison ministry. And so that's my desire. My only desire is to minister the gospel to those that are inside prison. Why? Because they have a soul. And if they have a soul, you understand what I'm saying, most of them is going to get out. 85% of everybody in prison will be out within four to six years. All right, how do you want them to come out? Do you want them to come out the same way they went in? Do you want them to come out worse than they did when they went in? Or do you want them to come out being changed? The concept of prison is supposed to be about rehabilitation. Uh, that's how prison originally uh, started. Prisons and jails originally uh, started, and that's where the name prison uh, 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 reformatory comes from. It comes from a word which means to repent or uh, to reform a person. And it first started off, off with the Quakers up in uh, New England, up in there somewhere. And they, feel, they felt like, well, if we can just have a place where we could take somebody that's bad in society, put them in a place 
and give them a Bible, then they'll come to themselves. Well, that experiment didn't work. They, they had a cell, they put people in there, they gave them a Bible, and most of the folk, you understand, that came out of there, came out of there with some mental problems. And they realized then, well, you can't just give a person a Bible and, 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 and hope that they'll find Christ. You have to also teach them other things. The mind's got to be occupied with some other things as well. And that's where the word reformatory came from, or to reform that person. So that's what prison is all about. Penitentiary comes from the word penitent. In other words, to be penitent, to be sorry for what you did. So prison is supposed to be uh, originally a place where a person can go, they can be uh, to serve their time, they can become sorry for what they did, and then they can begin to change their life. But if there's no change, change agents within that prison to give them another lifestyle, then they will continue on the path that they're in and they will come out being worse. So that's what prison is all about. Uh, nowadays, you know, in prison for a while there, it was all about warehousing people. Well, now they've learned, prison ministry, prisons have learned now within the last 10 years, they have learned that, pro, people, that programs, that individuals that go through programs when they come out, they are a whole lot better and they stay out a little bit longer. Well, I go even one step further and I know that the power of the, power of the gospel is the only agent that, that, that gives a lasting change. Not only a lasting physical change, but a lasting spiritual change. So that's what prison ministry is all about. That's what I'm all about. Going inside, telling inmates, whether they females, young people, or adults, and I go to all of them, tell them that God didn't put you here. It wasn't God's plan for you to be here. It wasn't God's plan for you to commit the crime that you did. If you continue on the path that you're going, you're going to spend more time in prison and you're going to hurt more people. So if we can get you, get them born again and have them looking at something different, another lifestyle, not only will we save that prisoner's life, but we'll also save victims. I remember when I was involved in crime, I didn't think about it alone that way. Now, I praise God, I didn't kill nobody and I never did do no sex crime. But I did every other kind of crime. I did burglaries and robberies and all that. And of course, my reason for doing that was my background. You know, I came from a, a dysfunctional family. Didn't know my daddy, my father was in prison. And everybody was saying why he was in prison that I, I looked like my father and I acted like him. Well, I didn't know what he looked like. And when I first met my father, he, when I, he came out of prison and he came to the place where we was living at, he wasn't living with my mama, I seen a man that I had never seen before. I seen somebody, I seen like the way he dressed, the way he talked. He wasn't like everybody else. And he took me with him and I found out he was my daddy and I wanted to be just like him. Well, he was a criminal. So I felt like the only way I could be like him, I would have to be a criminal myself. And so I began to get involved in crime at an early age. I began to get in crime at the age of 13 years old. And so that led into drugs and that led into 13 years of heroin addiction, shooting heroin, cocaine and morphine and all kinds of crime. I didn't consider no victims. When I burglarized a person's house or robbed them or something like that, I mean, I didn't even consider them until I got born again. Once you become, get born again, you get a conscience. And once I got born again, I realized I wasn't just taking property. I realized that I was hurting people. I realized, you understand, that every crime that I did, there was a victim uh, associated with that crime. And I didn't have no realization to that until Jesus Christ came into my, my heart. And of course, then I was sorry. Then I wanted to change. And then I wanted to help everybody else not be, not to become not only a criminal, but to also help victims. So I feel the best way to help victims 
is to get that man or woman or young person born again wherever they're at. Now, everybody don't have to go to prison to get saved, but a lot of them will go to prison. And so my job, you know what I'm saying, is to reach those that are inside prison and share the gospel with them, not to, not to say that God going to come in here and get you out, but Jesus Christ has a plan for your life. This is not it. If you give your life to Christ, if you die tonight, you will go to heaven. That's the gospel. That's what I share. Now, once we do that, then, you know what I'm saying, just like you on the street, if someone was to share the gospel with you and there was no church for you to go to, there was no, nobody gave you a Bible, nobody gave you any kind of spiritual books to read, you didn't have no pastor to speak into your life, then nine times out of ten, you'd be born again, but you'd go right back to your same lifestyle. So the Bible talks about having your mind renewed. Romans says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Well, the way you renew your mind, you got, I always tell guys in a joint, renewing your mind, a better way to explain that where they can understand uh, is to put something new on your mind. And so that's what it is. Learning how to think as a Christian, learn how to act as a Christian, learn how to talk and live as a Christian. Well, you can't do that a lot of times in prison because going inside prison, we're only in there maybe once a week, maybe once a month, maybe once a year we're going inside those prisons. So what helps them is literature. Prisoners read more literature than just about anybody on the outside, mainly because they got a whole lot of time. A lot of us on the outside, you understand, know we read uh, our Bible between our work uh, and our family and all the other obligations that we have. Well, prisoners got plenty of time. And so we send in all kind of books and Bibles and spiritual literature and Bible studies, all of that to help that inmate grow in the things of God. So our program, basically, we go inside. We have an evangelistic style uh, meeting. Then we invite guys, ladies, all prisoners. We invite them to accept Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. I always take in my books, which I've wrote quite a few books, and I mainly did that for them. And I'll take those books in there when I go inside prison. I'll tell everybody in that service, whether they get born again or not, I have enough books when I bring in for all the inmates that'll be in that service. Sometimes we have 500 men in a service. And I have enough books for them. They'll be in the chaplain's office or I'll bring them in. And I'll encourage all those inmates to get that book, read it, and write me. Now, I can't write all them inmates, but I always tell them I can't write uh, a lot of times because I'm a state volunteer and volunteers cannot correspond with convicts. But my ministry can send them books and literature and Bible studies. And that's what we do. And through that process, not only do they get born again, but they begin to renew their mind while they're incarcerated. And we keep that flow going. We keep that flow going. As long I tell them, as long as you send me a note, don't have to write no long letter. Just send me a note. Tell me I'll finish reading that book or I want some other book or I want some other literature. Then you understand we send you more literature. And that's the way they are growing. And that's why the revival is going on inside prisons all over America. Not just because I'm doing it, but there's a whole lot of prison ministry that are doing the same things that I'm doing. That's what prison ministry is. Prison ministry is simply presenting the gospel to those that are incarcerated. Now, whether they get miracles in their cases, miracles in their life, all that, that's up to God. That's between them and God and, and, and their prayer life. We teach them how to pray so they can get a miracle. We teach them how to read the word so they can have understanding of how God does things. But we don't write no letters to judges. We don't write letters to, to uh, attorneys. We are not involved in none of that. The whole focus of our ministry is to present the gospel to every man, woman, 
uh, young person that are incarcerated. And then we follow up with Christian literature, amen, to cause them to grow in the things of God. Now, we also have a Jesus house. Jesus house is for men. Uh, we, don't, we, don't, we used to have a women's facility. We don't have that now. We're working on getting a women's facility right now. We have some land. We're planning on uh, building on that for women. But right now, we have a men's facility. Our men's facility, located here in Indianapolis, Indiana, is a former uh, nursing home. And so right now we have, it started off as a 46 bed uh, nursing home. You understand? We use some of the rooms from other stuff. We have expanded it to 50 beds. We can actually handle 50 guys coming out of prison. So what we do in, in, in the Jesus house is guys that are in prison that have accepted Christ. Now that's the, that's the criteria. They have to be the accepted Christ or say they accepted Christ. Now we know a lot of them will say anything to get out of prison. We don't get them out of prison. We don't help them get out of prison. We give them an address to come to once they're out of prison. So the way the process works, we'll send them an application, which we call the Jesus House application. We'll send that to that inmate along with the rules. That way, you understand, that inmate know where they're coming to. They know they're coming to a Christian place. They know they're coming to a place they're going to have three Bible studies a day until they get employment. And then once they get employment, they will have one Bible study a day every evening. They know this, that going to church on Wednesday is mandatory and going to church on Sunday is mandatory in, at our church. Now, I always say at our church, that way I know they didn't go down the street and say they went to church. I know they went to church because they came to our church. And so that's what the Jesus house is. So what happens is they fill out that application. They send me the, send the application back to our post office box number. I get all the mail. And I go over that application. On that application is the name, it got their crimes. We cannot accept sex offenders. So we, I go over there, there uh, now, if we, now if we get a sex offender, we know other places, uh, not, not locally, but we know other places across the country that accept sex offenders, and we'll send them that information, but we cannot accept sex offenders in our present resident. And so they'll send me that application, I'll go over the application, and if they meet our criteria, in other words, if they say they're Christian or if they say they, you know, they've been going to church, you know what I mean, long as they are not some other religion. Now, the reason why I said that is because we are a Christian facility, and so we cater to Christians. I understand there's other faith. I would encourage them to have their own reentry program so that they can minister to the people that's in their faith. We are strictly for those that are of the Christian faith. And so, you understand, we, uh, and because of that, we don't get no state grants, federal money, anything like that. And we like it like that. That way we can discriminate. Amen. And so these are guys that have either came to our church chapel service or in the Bible study, or they have heard about the Jesus house through my books or other inmates. Once we get that application, the rules is on the back of, is all we also send in the rules. That way they understand the, all the rules, the mandatory rules, like no sagging. Uh, dressing properly, no profanity, uh, no fighting. All those are the rules that they got to go by. And so once they get that, if I accept, if we accept them, then my staff sends them an acceptance letter. And that acceptance letter tells them where the Jesus house is located and how to get there. Now we accept people from all over the country. So when someone applies from out of, this, out of state, we, they usually, when they're in the prison, they come out of that prison, they can get a bus ticket. Usually the prison provides that, a bus ticket to Indianapolis, Indiana. 
Once they get to Indianapolis, then they can call us from the bus station. We'll gladly pick them up, take them to the Jesus house. At the Jesus house, we are a self-sustaining ministry. What I mean by that is that we have computers in there for them to find jobs. We have a computer system where they can find jobs on computer. We have a clothing room where we have clothes that are donated to us from other ex-convicts, me personally, so they can go in there, they can find all the clothes and shoes that they need uh, once they come out of prison. We also have a laundry room in our Jesus house. We have, in the Jesus house, I think we have four washers and we have four dryers. All of that's free of charge. We also supply uh, all the basic necessities, you know, the deodorant, toothpaste, all that kind of stuff. So once they come to the Jesus house, the only thing they need to focus on is doing their parole uh, and learning the things of God. We don't put no pressure on them to find a job. We know that will come. The model of the Jesus house is Matthew 6 and 33. And that's what we teach them in. Matthew 6, 33 says, seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added. We feel like if we get them to searching uh, the word of God uh, and, and searching Christ, that God will add all that to them. He'll add that because that's what his word says. And so by doing that, then guys come in there, they're getting into the word of God. They're learning how to uh, uh, live. They're learning how to get along with others. They're learning how to communicate with the community. They're learning how to go in and out. Uh, on the bus station and all that kind of stuff. And as a result of that, we have what the city have said, we have an unbelievable success rate. We have a 90% success rate. 90% of everybody that comes into the Jesus house complete their parole or probation. In other words, everybody here in Indiana, once you go inside prison and you do your time, when, you, when they come out, they automatically have at least one year of parole or one year of probation. If they violate that one year of parole or probation while they're out, then they can be sent back to prison to finish up their sentence. And so we consider our success by them staying in the program and completing that one year or two year parole. We have guys there that was, that's, that been modified. What that means is they was in prison uh, and they was modified. In other words, they, they, they put them on an ankle bracelet and gave them uh, two years or three years to do on outside in the Jesus house. Uh, and if they complete that, then they're free to go. That way they get some time enough to build them a family, get them time enough, you understand, to get a job, save some money, so that whenever they leave the Jesus house, they have enough money, you understand, to find a place to live. They can get their driver's license while they're there, get them a car, and it gives them a good start. If without programs like that, when they come out of prison, they're going to go to the mission, and then from there to the street, and then from there into crime, and then they're going to be more victims, and then from there back into prison. So the Jesus house stops that process. It gives them men a place to live where they don't have to worry about no pressure. Ain't no pressure on them. Gives them a place to live, gives them a place to grow in the things of God, teaches them how to think another way, and thus they have a brand new lifestyle. And so that's what you're going to be seeing on these telecasts. Each week, I'm going to be uh, interviewing an ex-convict from the Jesus house. I'm going to be interviewing also ex-convicts that were in prison that I ministered to, they got born again in prison. They came out to their family. And as a result of that, now they are my instructors. They're all the ones that teach the Bible studies every day. You understand? We have Bible studies at noon and we have Bible studies every evening. 
And so one of them will teach each day, you understand? So you're going to hear their story as well. Many of them now, at least four of them now, are pastors that I have ordained. They're pastors, they have churches, and they're living wonderful lives, which go to show that the gospel works. And so that's what this program is all about that you're going to be viewing each week. It's all about God connecting with guys that are inside prison, how they are coming out, learning how to live, and how they are now productive citizens uh, 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 here in Indianapolis, Indiana, and elsewhere. Now, I'm just going to be focusing, basically, on those in the Indianapolis area. But we know, I know of ex-convicts all over the country that are successful because we ministered the gospel to them while they was incarcerated. And I'm quite sure as we go along in, on these programs, I will, you will have an opportunity to meet some of them as well as they come through here to be on this telecast. So I'm excited about what God's doing. Uh, I'm excited about you viewing the telecast, and I'm praying that you will tune into this program each week. And of course, I'm going to be back with you in a few minutes, y'all stand. We're going to be running a little commercial there about books that we're offering for you uh, that you can give to this ministry for any kind of donation. We're going to be offering those, those books to you. I've wrote eight. So each month I'm going to offer a good book for you, amen, that you can read all about Jesus Inside Prison Ministry, myself and others. So make sure you stay tuned to the program. It's going to be exciting. And I guarantee God will change your life and your ideas about prison ministry and convicts. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Jesus House Book. People ask all the time, how do I start a reentry program, where I get the money at, where I get the food, where I get the clothes. That's what this book is all about. Jesus House will teach you how to open up any kind of program, any kind of reentry program, a work release program, a program for youth, whatever kind of facility that you want to open up, Jesus House will give you the A, B, and C's of opening up any kind of program. So make sure you get your copy today. Thank you for tuning in to today's program. I pray that uh, I've shared something with you that have helped you. Uh, let me uh, encourage you that we'll be here every week, same time, same station. Now, you can also be able to view our telecast on our website. My website is jipm.org, jipm.org. We'll also be on my Facebook page, which is Jesus Inside Prison Ministry slash Faith Center Church. Jesus Inside Prison Ministry slash Faith Center Church. And we'll also have a podcast as well of all these programs. So we want to encourage you, you understand, to get the material, uh, write us. Uh, if you know of a, a, a convict that's locked up somewhere, you want us to send some literature to them, all you got to do is contact us. There is a phone number, 317-738-6226. That's 317-738-6226. That is our message line. You can call that number, leave a message for any kind of information, and somebody will get back with you. You can write or you can send us an email through my website. Send me your uh, loved one's address, DOC number. We'll be glad to write them, put them on our mailing list. I also have a monthly newsletter that I send out free of charge. And so if you want to be on that, also when you uh, go on our website, you can put that information down as well. Just give us your name, address, and where you want us to send, your, send the mail to, uh, and we'll be glad to get to you. It is exciting. Uh, to have this opportunity to speak to all of you there, especially those that are incarcerated. I know a bunch of you all are incarcerated, especially right there at Pendleton uh, Reformatory. So I pray this program is a blessing to you. Tell all the other guys up there, amen, to tune into this program every week at the same time. Well, until next week, this is Pastor Bumper saying we love you. God has a plan for your life. It's not over and great things are on your way. 
In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you for watching Jesus Inside Prison Ministry Presents Jesus House with Dr. William Bumpus. To learn more about the Jesus House, to receive books by Pastor Bumpus, subscribe to our podcast, and to support Jesus Inside Prison Ministry, log on to www.jipm.org.